Hey everybody, welcome to our Westtown Weekly Podcast. I'm Caleb with George. Hi. George preached a great sermon this past week in our Kids These Days series, and we just wanted to sit down and, and talk for a few minutes uh, a little bit more about that. And um, you know, George, what what was kind of your you know your thought process as you were going into this sermon talking about kids and generations and <laughs> My thought process was mostly try not to make any big mistakes. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, I wrestled with it. Uh, I had several weeks to prepare. That helps mm-hmm. a bunch. But I wrestled with it because uh, uh, I know I'm not a perfect parent. Uh, I didn't raise perfect kids. And uh, my kids are going to listen to this. <laughs> this. And uh, so, so it's like uh, you, you got to say how it, how it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the same time, uh, try to say this is what, what God would want us to be. Um, and so, so I, I wrestled with how much I should uh, reveal, yeah. um, you know, how, how, how uh, detailed I should get in my description of sin yeah. and failure and stuff like that, but also um, uh, uh, try, try to share. Uh, I mean, you're always trying to take uh, start with God's word and say, uh, what what would what did He really want us to be? Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it's almost like you're trying to bridge those two. You're trying to take reality and take the ideal, and then say, okay, we're all trying to. Uh, you know, move from reality yep. to the ideal. <laughs> yep. It's that whole grace and truth aspect. Yeah. It's what we want to be. And yet, right. it's like Paul says, I, I do the things I don't, you know, I don't want to do. Right. You got to admit, I'm not there yet. I'm still working on it. <laughs> yep. Well, what, in terms of, you know, parenting and even just beyond parenting, but, you know, teaching kids, I mean, you've, you've, I know you've done camp stuff and youth right. ministry things, and like you said, you, you have three kids yourself and grandkids right. with another coming Four soon. Four grandkids yeah. and another one coming. What would you say to you know people my age, maybe or a little older, who are you know just starting out with kids, or maybe they've got kids in middle school, high school? Yeah. You know, what, what would you say to them just to encourage them, especially as they're raising kids in such yeah. a weird time? Yeah. Well. Um, uh, I had I had really good parents, um, and um, I th- I think they really tried to live their faith. Um, uh, tried to live honest, good lives, not not just um, uh, just church on Sunday, mm-hmm. but tried to live that during the week. And and what I said uh, in the sermon was that your behavior is going to speak the loudest, and I mm-hmm. think that is true. Um, I do. I do wish that uh, my parents had talked to me a little bit more. Um, they really tried to live it, but um, uh, I didn't hear as many uh, as mu- many times. Uh, my dad was especially quiet, and uh, I w- I would have liked to have heard. What are you thinking, Dad? What are you mm. feeling? What are you? And so uh, uh, I think it's in. Uh, wh- while I said. Uh, in my sermon, uh, it's your behavior, it's your actions, and I think that is number one. They aren't going to listen to anything you say mm-hmm. unless you're trying to live that way. But I still, I would encourage you to talk, talk to your kids. Have times when you ask them, ask them questions. What are they thinking? What are they feeling and stuff? And be be open to 
listening and try to understand what they're going through, but then also share your honest thoughts with them. Um, I know my kids uh, said the same thing about me. So, mm. so, I, uh, so I probably am like my dad. I, I probably did not uh, share as much about what was going on. One thing Caleb did, um, this is uh, uh, probably, he's probably in his 20s. And he said, he, he bought, uh, for Christmas, he bought me a journal mm. and said, I just want you to write, write down some things mm. in your journal. And over, I don't know, a couple of years' time, I finally filled up <laughs> that journal with yep. stuff. Uh, but it, uh, it, that's something that's hard for me. Um, uh, uh, but, uh, and probably is for any parent to try mm. to share their honest feelings with uh, their own kids. But... Uh, I I, th I think that's I think that's a good thing, uh, whether it's um, whether it's the whole family all together sitting around talking about mm -hmm. it, or it's just uh, you at night in their bedroom, just one on one, just saying, you know, tell me how your day went, and let uh, let me hear what what's on your heart, and let's pr let's pray about what's what's going on, uh, let let's talk to God about it. Um, so. Um, uh, but uh, what, what, uh, another, another aspect that, that I felt uh, my parents did well and, and that we tried to do well, and that was uh, they were involved. Mm -hmm. um, my mom was a, a den mother in, in Cub Scouts. Uh, my dad, wa uh, he, he, he was in one of the leaders in Boy Scouts, and we had Indian guides mm -hmm. and... Uh, and uh, we, we, we were involved in sports a lot. Mm -hmm. My dad loves sports. Um, and As you can see, we've both got our... Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And I'm going to go to the orange and white game this, <laughs> week, this Saturday. Caleb, my son Caleb, it's not this Caleb, <laughs> my son Caleb's coming up and we'll go see the orange and white game. Um, and uh, uh, so dad played with us. Um, so mm -hmm. he played football and baseball and all the different sports and basketball and things like that. And uh, sometimes he was the referee and sometimes uh, he was just, you know, one of the, you know, the quarterback, mm -hmm. the whatever. Uh, he was good and so it was fun. But I liked it that uh, my mom would play board games with us. My dad would play. Uh, so they didn't just... Uh, uh, just say, I mean, we had lots of times when it was, yeah, go outside and play by yourselves. But they also were part of our lives. Yeah. And I think one of the things Becky does the very best is when the kids were little for her to play with them and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and enjoy them. And she does. She, I mean, uh, she dives in and plays the games and gets into it and uh, argues with them and fusses <laughs> with them and does it. But uh, it's good for kids to know you love them and you like being with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you brought up to Becky because when you parent, I mean, that's talk about the real and the ideal. I, oh, yeah. Ideally, you're not parenting by yourself. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of, you know, situations where, you know, that's not the case. And right. that makes it harder. But, um, you know, what how can you know people who are married and and are trying to raise kids together how can they focus on their relationship with each other yeah um, while also trying to to be the best parents they can yeah. be 
Yeah. Um, and I, I, I tried to say in my sermon that uh, uh, kids are a welcome addition, but that it's, uh, it's, it's a mom and dad. Uh, the best example you can give is to love each other. And, and sometimes I think that that may be the biggest challenge. Mm. I see parents able to love their kids uh, easier than loving each other. Mm. And, uh, um, uh, you, you know, your example in loving each other, forgiving each other, uh, you know, getting past uh, any disagreements and, mm. and, and, and stuff. And, Everybody has disagreement. I mean, every every couple has stuff that they disagree with, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, if if kids can even see that, yep, my mom and dad they didn't they had disagreements over how it was supposed to go, how the discipline was supposed to go, whatever. But they they figured it out and came to an agreement. Kids need to see that you can work it out. Um, that 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 love can can overcome those, those disagreements. Uh, 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 Becky and I, when we got married, uh, I mean, uh, she, she, she was a cheerleader and I was a basketball player in college. And so we both love sports and we mm-hmm. still, we still love going to sport. There's a lot of things we like to do together. Now we're too old to play <laughs> sports, but we, but we, uh, enjoy hiking in the Smoky Mountains and uh, uh, taking taking just taking walks together here in West Knoxville. Um, uh, but uh, uh, I mean, it's a it's a huge challenge to uh, love and forgive and make your and make your marriage work. And yet, that's the that's the very best example for your kids. Um, and they and they need to know that. Uh, they can't uh, triangulate. They can't uh, use one parent yeah. against another, and uh, so you got to have. I mean, Becky and I have to have discussions about here's how it's going to be, and we're both going to stick with that, even if it was. Well, I sort of thought it would should have been like mm-hmm. this. You sort of sort of thought it should have been like that. But okay, we'll come to an agreement, and then okay, we're gonna we're gonna be together on this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, um, and um, I don't know. I uh, uh, I I personally think that even uh, God sort of uh, set the father to be the leader. Um, uh, however, in, in in my opinion, just be, uh, just because uh, uh, I I see that. Uh, being being good for families, yeah. I think you're stupid if you <laughs> think that me- just if God gave you that leadership, that doesn't mean you're smarter. You need yeah. to you need to listen to what she says because she's probably right. Becky's right about <laughs> most of the stuff she says. I just need to listen and, and be aware. She's got brains. She's got smarts. Listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if the kids can see that we're united in this and. I, I think the kids kind of tell by whether uh, she respects my leadership mm-hmm. and 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 they kind of can take their cue from that mm-hmm. uh, so uh, yeah I, th- I mean uh, um, uh, the uh, how, how, how you how I love Becky how she loves me um, uh, it is. Uh, man, that uh, the, 
it, it is not only uh, the how, how your kids are going to see you, it's how the world is yeah. going to see you, uh, wh- whether they see Christ is real. Right. Is he real in this most intimate, most difficult yeah. relationship of all? And even, yeah, the world in the sense of do they see Christ? You talk about the passage, you know, in Ephesians where Paul kind of yeah. lays that out. He says the, the, the relationship between husband and wife is like the well, relationship of Christ in the church. Yeah. yeah, supposed to be just like that. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be an, an, an imperfect example, yeah. but, but an example of, yeah, this is, the way, mm-hmm. this is the way it worked. So if your kids can see, you know, you guys are, are, are loving each other, are sacrificing for each other, yeah. are listening to each other like you said um you know they can they can see how you guys play that out in your relationship yeah. together and they see how it's supposed to look with themselves in christ right yeah um i i really think that god uh, uh put the family together for us to begin to understand and have a relationship with him i mean god's a spirit and so uh who can't be seen, who can't be touched, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, uh, when, uh, I guess when I was growing up, I knew my parents loved me and I loved them. And I thought that was equal. Mm. Um, and only when I became a parent did I realize, no, it's <laughs> nowhere near equal. Uh, my parents loved me way more than I loved mm. them. Yeah. Uh, uh, because then when I became a parent, I realized, oh, no, I love and sacrificed mm-hmm. for my kids way more than they did for me. Yeah. But I think God designed it that way so that we could finally grasp, oh, I get it. God loves me and I love him, but he loves me way more <laughs> yeah. than I love him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not equal. Yeah. yeah. And, and thank goodness. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, even the most devoted among us is our love for God yeah. is so paled yeah, in, in comparison. comparison. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's move on from parenting a little bit to just you growing up in the church, your, your, you know, uh, desire to go into ministry. Um, when you graduated college, did you go into ministry immediately after? Did you go do grad work? How did that? Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I think I mentioned this in sermons previously, but I, I decided when I was a sophomore to, that that's what God, God wanted me in ministry. And, um, and uh, uh, so um, I, I don't know. I, I had a youth minister, mm-hmm. but to me, I, I felt like he was always uh, leading me to preach. Yeah. And uh, so... Uh, 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 we we grew up in Illinois. Johnson was a long way <laughs> off, but uh, uh, the best preacher I knew, my home church preacher, mm-hmm. went to Johnson, and so. Uh, and then uh, when my bro- older brother decided that that's what he was going to do, anyway, we came to college, went through four years of Johnson, and when I came out, um, uh, I married Becky right before my senior year, and uh, I was intending soon as I graduated to start preaching. Yeah. And uh, so uh, we moved to Illinois. Um, I looked for a church near uh, Lincoln Christian Seminary because I wanted to go to seminary. Uh, but um, uh, we found, uh, we 
preached at a couple of different churches and found a church that needed a preacher. And so, uh, yeah, 22 years old, mm-hmm. uh, I became the senior minister of a church, pretty much Becky and I all by ourselves. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was... Uh, uh, th- those uh, those elders were kind and, and understanding. Uh, this is just a young guy, and we can we can kind of shape and mold mm-hmm. him quite a bit by uh, uh, how this all turns out. But they, they it was it was a good church. Um, uh, I felt uh, inadequate. I I really did. I, um, I uh, as I preached, I thought. These are really good people. I just wish uh, I could just be one of the people and we could get a really good preacher who knew what he was doing <laughs> instead of me who, who, you know, what do I know yeah. at 22 years old? Uh, or even I was there for four years, 23, 24. Um, but, uh, I mean, uh, I was really nervous. Uh, uh, I had... Uh, uh, diarrhea every Sunday morning for for years, yeah. for two, three years. But I finally came to understand that uh, nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody, uh, there, there aren't any experts in this. It isn't like even, uh, I've been in the ministry now 47 years, almost 48 years. And it's still just Depend on God. Read His Word. You know, listen to what He says. Try to try to convey the best you can the gifts that He's given you mm-hmm. to convey His truth uh, the best you can. Uh, and I finally got comfortable with there aren't any experts. We're all just children of God. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just a child of God, trying to understand what He really wants and trying to do it as best He can, and relying on His grace um, that. Uh, I know I'm not going to be perfect. Uh, I loved I loved it that Apostle Paul, when he's toward the end of his ministry, uh, he writes Philippians and says, I'm, I haven't arrived yet. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, yep. I'm st- I still got a ways to go, uh, which lets me know, yep, here, uh, 48 years into <sighs> ministry, yep, I still haven't arrived. I'm mm-hmm. still working at it. <laughs> Which is, I think, what makes you so spectacular in the sense of some people miss that message along the way. <laughs> you figured it out. And it, it can be young people that think yeah. that I've got it figured out or older. And yeah. the cool thing, um, at least for me, to get to watch you um, has, has been able to see you've been on both ends of that spectrum. You've been yeah. the 22-year-old yeah. senior minister. Here you are at almost 70. Yeah, you know, you've been on both ends of that spectrum. Yeah. What have been some of the uh, the difficulties and challenges, or even the joys of both being, you know, the young person, hmm. and now, you know, kind of the, the elder the older guy? Yeah. How how has your uh, you know experience with the church uh, hmm. shaped and shifted, and what's been good and and maybe yeah. tough about both of those yeah. roles? Um, I mean. Uh, uh, I guess the ha- the the hardest thing in ministry to me is uh, trying to live up to what you preach. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, when I get in the pulpit, I'm telling you this is God's word. This is how how he what he says we ought to live, and I know even when I'm saying it. I can't perfectly live what yeah. I'm saying, and and I know that that I know people call that hypocrisy, but all that is is reality. Right. Uh, um, uh, you, uh, you can, uh, to me, 
the very best person, the very best people I've ever known, if I just get to know them a little bit, I can see the cracks. Yeah. Uh, I, I can see the, okay, they're not perfect. I mean, I thought my mom and dad were terrific, but uh, they weren't perfect. Yeah. I, I, could, I could see the cracks. Mm -hmm. And uh, so to me, the, the hardest challenge about preaching is um, trying to live up to what, I, to, to what I'm preaching. Uh, but people have been really kind, and uh, anybody that ha has a little bit of awareness realizes nobody's going to be able to live up to it. I mean, if yeah. apostles uh, had errors that they admitted in the yeah. Bible, yep. then and and they're the ones that are our standard. Well, they go; they're following Jesus, yeah. and we're following them. Uh, so people uh, people know that uh, you're not going to live perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and yet, uh, they also, they want to see you striving for it. Mm -hmm. They want to see you um, trying, uh, attempting it. Um, uh, I mean, uh, the hardest things uh, in ministry is when you have failed and people confront you and you have to say, you're right, mm -hmm. I, I was wrong. Uh, um, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I, I wish I, uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I ask your forgiveness. I ask God's forgiveness. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, if you can, if you can do that uh, in your in your daily life, if you can do that with your kids, yeah. Um, it then at least they know you're real. Uh, mm -hmm. You're uh, you're you're making the attempt to do. What, what it says, and when you fail, you're willing to own up to it and say, I was wrong. I, I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have done it. I, um, I need God's grace. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, I mean, that is even a good example. Yeah. Because uh, your kids, um, Sunday sermon was about patience, mm -hmm. and you're going to have to be patient because they're going to make their mistakes and... And you're going to forgive them and yet still hold out that ideal. Yeah. Um, uh, and nobody does that perfectly. Mm -hmm. I, I, one of the things I hate is that uh, m my uh, weaknesses bend my kids. Hmm. Um, Which is true uh, for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so we all end up uh, bent uh, by our own sins, yeah. by the... By, the sinfulness of the world and by our parents. Mm. Uh, and uh, we end up, ha I mean, what kids have to end up doing is forgiving their parents for how they mm. bent them <laughs> and trying to overcome. Uh, and there, it does seem like there's almost like generational weak, uh, yeah. <laughs> weaknesses. Yeah. And you can almost say, yeah, my dad didn't do that very good. I didn't yep. do that very I mean, good either. You can either. see it in Scripture in the Old Testament. It's, yeah. Your sins are just like that of your father's and worse. So you go yeah. through the kings and yeah. there is this sort of generational yeah. strongholds you, that develop. And, and uh, I mean, uh, so... so uh, things that I was weak at, probably those are things that my kids are going to have to work at mm -hmm. overcoming. Uh, uh, but, um, I mean, uh, 
to me, the good thing is we all get to keep relying on God's mm-hmm. grace, even as we're working at it and trying to do our best and, and failing and going back again. Mm-hmm. We get to constantly live in God's grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't uh, fear uh, judgment day, the judgment of God, uh, because uh, Jesus said he's forgiven. Yeah. What he did was enough. Uh, I don't have. I'm. I'm not going to have to pay yeah. for for my sin. Uh, he paid it all, and uh, so to me, I can I can live at peace mm-hmm. and 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 joyfully uh, without that, like hanging over yeah. my head, worrying how's it going to be. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Jesus' love so overwhelms. Uh, anything that I've done that I just get to rest in yeah. his love and grace. And so it, uh, to me, it lets me every day gets to be a fresh start mm-hmm. because I'm still in his grace. Mm-hmm. His mercies are new every yeah. morning. And that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's the hope of the gospel. The, yeah. the, you know, we, we, yeah. we experience that grace and that grace is secure. Yeah. It's, it's everlasting. It can't be defeated. Yeah. And uh, to me, that's the good life. Mm-hmm. Getting to live in the grace of Jesus is the good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. Uh, so then, uh, 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 as a parent, then you try to let your kids, when when you've had to confront them or discipline or something like that, but then you can let that go. Uh, you, okay, we've dealt with it. Now I'm not going to bring it up again. If something else comes up in the future, we'll deal with that. But I, but I don't. Love doesn't uh, hold on to yeah. those past mistakes. It lets them go. Yeah. And and showing your kids that kind of grace is really healthy for them. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not holding on to what they've blown, but uh, but letting it go and 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 loving them is an imperfect way of showing exactly how God treats yeah. us. And the same for kids as they grow up, showing their parents that grace too. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Kids have to return that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. My my mom and dad aren't perfect and um I and I still appreciate uh the what they tried to do. Yeah. 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 Well as we kinda get close to wrapping up here, what okay. would you say to to two specific audiences, folks who are younger and, and who are trying to start living their faith out. Um, and maybe they're in church leadership or they're, they're, they're leading a small group here or they're volunteering in kids' ministry. What would you say to them to encourage them? And then what would you say to, uh, you know, maybe some of our older folks who are, um, they've kind of passed on some of that mantle of leadership. Yeah. They have are, are, are kind of stepping back from some of those roles what would you say to both of those groups okay. just to encourage them um, yeah. in the season of life that they're in? Yeah. Um, for, for, for young uh, parents, uh, I would say, um, uh, you know, be, be faithful. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, be in church. Be here. Show that uh, uh, this is, that God is the most important thing in your life. Uh, show that by how you attend church, by how you pray, uh, reg- you know, every day, mm-hmm. by how how, how you uh, try to live your your life by the the uh, the Bible, um, uh, uh, and and, and uh, live it, 
you know, pray out loud in front of your kids. I don't know whether you'll say it right or not, but uh, let them hear you pray to God uh, at mealtime or at bedtime yeah. or, or in a family time or so. Um, uh, let, just uh, be, be consistent and be real with them uh, in, in your faith. Um, and 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 uh, talk to them about theirs, and and uh, just be just be yourself before them. Don't try to don't try to pretend or anything else. Just try to be as real as you can before them as you're as you're trying to live your faith in God. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my my parents, like I said, were were very involved. Uh, uh, my dad was never a, a leader in the church, but uh, but he was always there and and doing everything he could. My mom was a little more of a leader. She taught um, taught uh, fifth and sixth grade girls class in Sunday school. Uh, taught vacation Bible school. She was she was a good teacher, um, but uh, to 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 be there and be involved and and be consistent with that that constantly shows your kids God's number one mm-hmm. in our life it, that that's that's who our life is yeah. is it, how we were living for um, to me older people to me the challenge is uh, uh, get behind get behind young people I mean what I'm trying to do uh, here with Caleb is say no you go ahead and you go ahead and make that decision. Mm-hmm. I, I really trust your decisions, and I can get behind them. Um, I'm glad that he's, I mean, he's perfectly willing to listen to any advice mm-hmm. we give. He's really open to it. I mean, that's, that's a humble guy. Um, but uh, God's Holy Spirit is leading Caleb's heart, and I believe in that, and, and I want to show him that and, and, and support the kinds of decisions that he makes. Uh, and uh, and to me, people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, the more we can uh, trust, even if it isn't, that's not how I would yeah. have said it, how I would have done it or whatever. Uh, but to me, to, to believe in them and put our weight behind them and to get behind them and say, it's God is going to work in you. Uh, to me, the more we can do that, the the, the better the church will be. The better our uh, uh, if if we all get behind uh, decisions that are made, that the, <laughs> if we do it together, mm-hmm. they will work. They yeah. will work. Uh, one of the things that I that I learned in marriage was uh, when we have to uh, a disagreement and and. Uh, the second best way works too, <laughs> and I I know I think my way is the right way, and her, and Becky's way is you know no, yeah. the second best way. But all I found is if I if I do it the second best way, but if we both put our hearts into yeah. it, it works that way too. Yeah, uh, it it doesn't have to go your way. It can it can work in another way, mm-hmm. and so uh, a little bit older people to me have to say. Oh, that might have been not of a within my decision. I'm going to get behind this one. It, it'll work. Mm-hmm. It'll work. God will work through through their decisions. And what I find in marriage is she was probably right too. <laughs> and 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 so what you'll find, what older people will find is, yeah, 
a lot of times they were right even if they if we'd have done it my way it wouldn't have been better yeah well, I, I appreciate you saying that i mean just personally you know because that means a lot that you you know say that yeah. about me but um i for younger people too i would just say the inverse is true yeah we need to listen to people yeah. who've come before us yeah god leads us you know i i believe that I also believe that god has led yeah. people who are much older than us yeah and, and so yeah we are, need each other exactly yeah, yeah we need each other and there are lessons to be learned from each of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. God's Holy Spirit's on each of us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, George, I really appreciate you sitting down and taking the time to do this. And uh, we're excited. Ron's going to preach this Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we're going to continue this Kids These Days series. And we got two weeks left, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm excited to see what Ron brings this Sunday. And he's going to sit in this chair with me next week, and we'll talk about what he had to say. He said, Ron said, uh, I had love is patient. He's got the whole rest of chapter 13. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot to cover. <laughs> okay. It'll be good. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your day, and we will see you Sunday. See you then. Bye.